Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Europe. My goodness, we had fun at Raymond, Germany. Ended up doing the school uh, like we planned on and done it for many years there. Just the students are so hungry, so full of life. And then we did graduation there and then did the church there. We had an excellent time. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Then went down to Zurich, and did the Bible school there and did the church there in, in Zurich, the one we've been to many times. And had an excellent time. The people were gung-ho, just going for it. So then we were supposed to leave for Israel the next day. So literally, we would have been there this last week. So it was going to be, would have been so cool. We're going to take an Israeli friend of ours over into Jordan, into Petra, to show him where he's going to take the Jews midway through the trip. When the Antichrist goes in and says, I'm God, they'll go to uh, Petra for safety. So it's going to be kind of a scouting trip. So absolutely amazing. In fact, we were going to be in Elat, and a, and a missile was fired from the Houthis. Uh, right over a lot. It was taken down. We'll talk about that here in a minute. So we're coming to you every week to look at everything that's putting together uh, literally the playing field for the coming of the Lord. I mean, you know what's been happening since October 7th. Uh, I think I said it two weeks ago. The next thing you're going to see are people going crazy against Israel. And man, I've never seen things like I've seen this last week. Probably the most remarkable thing, I've never seen anything like this in my life. A, a, a plane of Israelis or Jews got landing in Russia. The Russians literally tore the airport down, tore windows down, tore, door, tore doors down, busting through like rioters or looters in a store that we've seen just this last year. I mean, going after those Jews, I, I, it was like rabid dogs, like they were animals. And that's just over this. And then you've got the real backlash all over our own country with with Cornell, with Harvard, with Yale, everyone coming against Israel. It's so weird that they will not denounce Hamas, just like the UN Secretary General. He wouldn't denounce Hamas, but he'll denounce Israel. So you had Erdogan, even from Turkey, coming out this last week saying Israel's doing war crimes. It's not war crimes when you're trying to defend yourself. I absolutely love what Benjamin Netanyahu said. He said, well, let's just talk about Pearl Harbor. What happened the day after Pearl Harbor? Uh, did, did, did everybody want to cease fire? No, America didn't want to cease fire. In fact, the day after Pearl Harbor, my father enlisted in the Navy along with his buddies because they're going after the enemy. The enemy at that time was Japan. So look how uh, Japan was so stalwart to try to kill America. We had to fire not one nuclear weapon, but two nuclear weapons. Look at the, the collateral damage that happened with nuclear weapons. But you know what? They surrendered. So when you're dealing with someone that's acting like a mad dog, you have to do things to make them surrender. And Israel's going to have to get even tougher. I know the PR is going to be horrible. But you got all kinds of end-time scenarios setting up perfectly. Like I said a while ago, you, you have... Rockets fired from Gaza. Jerusalem Post sends out notifications. I've got city after city after city every day with sirens going off because Hamas is still firing rockets, even with Israel's ground incursion. Uh, yesterday, Israel hit 11,000 uh, targets in, in, in Gaza. Amazing. But then you had Hezbollah from the north in Lebanon firing missiles down. And then you had the rebels, uh, Houthi rebels, which are Iranians, firing from Yemen missiles over the Red Sea into Israel. But you know what was amazing is our ships took them out last week. This week, Israel's Arrow 3 uh, took it out. Now, there's three levels of missile defense systems. Israel's got their Iron Dome, they've got their David Slingshot, and they got their Arrow 3. The amazing thing about the Arrow 3, that's for ballistic missiles, and it really hasn't ever been tested, so it worked flawlessly yesterday. So the several different missiles were fired. The Arrow 3 got every one of those. 
So with that, you've got the whole world, except for just a small percentage, coming against Israel because of what they're doing in Gaza. So I think it's going to ratchet up even worse to the point. Now, this is the amazing thing, and I know there's a lot going on with all these things. It's going to have to get really, really bad so that all of a sudden the Antichrist comes on the scene. He goes, I have a perfect solution. Uh, the Palestinians are going to get a certain amount of money. They're going to get a certain amount of land. And it's going to be the covenant with death and hell. But it has to get really bad so that they're looking this hard for a reason. That may be premature because obviously we know the Antichrist doesn't come on the scene until the church leaves. We're withholding him. And that's what Paul said. He can't even be revealed because we have so much authority. And it's going to go back to Old Testament time, that seven-year period. So, But you definitely see a scenario setting up with this, with literally Arab nations freaking out wanting to kill Israel. And then Americans wanting to kill Israel. In London, wanting to kill Israel. So uh, the, the, the turning of events toward wanting to annihilate Israel uh, scares me in one sense for the world, but excites my heart so much because we know we're about to see Jesus. But you have all kinds of stuff. You have asteroids. You have a group that's a nonprofit group. See an asteroid that's going to come by next week. NASA didn't even see it. 154 feet diameter, huge asteroid. You're going to do a flyby. You got uh, earthquakes in Jamaica. You got earthquakes in Fiji. Earthquakes in Chile. You have this last week. You had a rash of earthquakes all over America. It wasn't even reported. I'm at the at the geological survey thing, going, what in the world is all this so earthquakes in diverse places you got radical asteroids you got israel being the focal point of the earth right now because jesus is just about to come absolutely amazing there's many more things going on with china you you, heard, you saw things happening with literally a, a brokering with cutter uh, brokering some a uh, little bit of not a ceasefire but just getting some aid into gaza and a lot of that's happening through the border in Egypt. So many more things are going to happen. We're going to have more reports. I've got my eyes to it as much as I can because I just am so intrigued to watch how Israel's doing this. So we got to pray for strength for them because the world literally is coming against them completely every single day. And very, very few. I look at uh, BBC, look at CNN, and it's hideous the reporting they're doing. Fox is the only group really giving some truth about taking up for Israel. So, wow, this is it. We're watching the world converge on Israel. So what do we do? We always go back to the word. And what does the word say about what we're looking at? Well, Israel's regathered as a nation. Jerusalem went back. Jesus said the generation sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. Then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. Amazing how you have the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. There's so much you can get into about each one of these, but uh, it's remarkable that you got uh, foxes on the Temple Mount, fish in the Dead Sea. If the Dead Sea turned blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was last week, I mean last fall, on the Day of Atonement, you have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water, first time in 2,000 years. So all these things, Rabbi Exakaduri getting saved, a huge deal prophesying about just before the Messiah comes, Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins, Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz last year. You have the, uh, the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra. That's a big deal because that's where the Tower of Babel was. Russia rebuilt it this last year, and the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the Messiah comes. So men will be lovers themselves, or selfie sticks. I have people almost every day fulfilling Scripture. They say, well, we've been hearing that all of our lives. And the Bible says that's what the climate would be. There would be scoffers in the last days walking after their own lust, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, I think all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Next verse says they're willingly ignorant. Now, the point translation says, I like it, stupid on purpose. 
Well, the reason why we've been hearing this all of our lives is because he's coming. And now you have everything in people's face showing us how close we are. If you got into everything that was happening, it's frightening. So you have Israel moving ships into the Red Sea. You got another carrier load coming from America. The focal point of the earth is right there where Israel is because this is it, man. So I don't know how long this will happen. This seems like it's going to go on for months. Maybe the Antichrist comes in next year. Maybe we're raptured next year. Maybe it's two years from now. Maybe it settles down. The Antichrist doesn't need to come in. But you've got all these signs. Then you've got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Remarkable. Uh, events, Passover, Tabernacles. I died for you. I'm coming back. Died for you. Coming back. NASA calls that a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. Uh, 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the expulsion of the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So uh, significant things in the heavens, along with blood red moons. Then you had a ton of stuff in 2017. You had the Revelation 12, Revelation 13 signs. And then you had uh, the Bethlehem star, which that blesses me when Jesus was born. You had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. And you had Regulus do retrograde motion. It crowns Jupiter, a king planet. So this is amazing. The heavens are, are signaling to us that Jesus is about to come. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, it was Leo. First time in 2,000 years did you have those planets come together like you did last year. Remarkable. Many, many, many other signs happening. The main thing is, is you have Israel at war, and you got, man, I, I've talked to several of my friends that are there, and we can't even grasp the amount of rockets that are still being fired, along with Israel being in Gaza right now. So it's remarkable. We've got to pray for their peace. I heard somebody say the other day, they were going, why would we pray for the peace of Jerusalem when basically this is what's going to happen? Well, what we're praying for is what's going to bring the peace to Jerusalem is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're praying for the return of the Master. He'll come and put his foot down there and he'll stop war. And the Prince of Peace will stop all of this. So there is no solution. I hear people so trying to have a political solution. If we had this, had this, had this. There's no political solution. The only solution to this is Jesus. And wow, you're watching the plan from the ages unfold where you'd have light versus darkness, good versus evil, Lucifer against uh, Jesus. And you're watching that Luciferic influence through all these people like I've never seen before in all of our lives. So what we do, Jesus said, lift up your heads, your redemption draws nigh. Don't be downtrodden. So we look at all this stuff to accelerate. It's not escape theology. And we look at all this because he loves you so much. He wants to bless you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to encourage you. He wants you to have absolutely zero fear. He said, don't let your hearts be troubled. <laughs> don't be deceived. Don't be troubled. He said, I want you happy, hopeful, and comforted. Five things about the coming of the Lord, and they're all good news. As scary as all this is for the world, there is no bad news for the church. This is the time that we go for it. This is the time that we hustle. What do we do? We help our local church, help our local pastor, and we get more engaged and get more of a soul winner mentality like never before because we're about to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Wow. Uh, the Creator coming back to the creation. Wow. That spit upon him, mocked him, humiliated him. Well, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Exciting times. Bible days here right now. Have a blessed week. We'll come back and we'll look at what all's happened with the war. We'll look at what nations have kicked in to try to hurt them or try to bless them. I believe more will get on board to bless Israel. But unfortunately, we're watching the most horrific public relations thought, thought pattern ever before. But that's all right. That's all right. Israel wins. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU and we'll see you next week.